0: This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news, Ninety-eight-seven and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk.
1: Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh, body found in southeast Wichita.
2: We have the story. Holiday meltdown for Southwest Airlines. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm Rodney Price.
0: Wichita police are investigating the city's latest shooting. That story is ahead. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. It's been a while, but we're finally going to work our way out of the deep freeze. The warm-up here in Wichita today above freezing. Our full forecast here in just a few minutes.
1: First responders found a body Monday afternoon in southeast Wichita. The man found under a bridge... Near 2840 South Hillside, police say the homeless use the bridge as a shelter and they believe the man died from exposure to the cold. Police say foul play has been ruled out as there are no signs of trauma.
2: Southwest Airlines coming under fire from the feds because of cancellations and flight delays.
3: The Transportation Department said late Monday the large number of disruptions for Southwest is going to come under scrutiny. The department said they'll be examining the large number of delays and cancellations in recent days, calling them disproportionate and unacceptable. The feds also say they're concerned about the airline's failure to properly support customers dealing with disruptions. Southwest canceled about 2,900 flights on Monday. That's roughly 70 percent of their total. NATO Fox News.
1: The death toll from a pre-Christmas blizzard that paralyzed the Buffalo area and much of the country has risen to 28 in western New York. As the region digs out from one of the worst weather-related disasters in its history, the dead have been found in their cars, homes, snow banks. Some died while shoveling snow. The storm that walked much of the country is now blamed for at least 49 deaths nationwide,
2: with rescue and recovery efforts continuing. Two men were wounded in a drive-by shooting in East Wichita early Christmas morning.
0: It happened just before 4 a.m. in the 500 block of North Rock Road. Police say the victims were an 18-year-old and a 20-year-old. They were taken to a local hospital and enlisted in serious but non-life-threatening condition. Police say the men are not cooperating with the investigation. If you have any information regarding this case, please call WPD Detectives at 316-268-4407 or Crime Stoppers at 316 267 2111. Rodney Price, KNSS News.
2: The investigation continues after a shooting that left two people dead and two other victims recovering Friday evening in southeast Wichita. This occurred in the 900 block of South Mission Road at the Castle Heights Apartments. The police found a 22 year old man and a 42 year old man suffering from gunshot wounds. They were taken to the hospital with serious injuries but are expected to recover. Officers found the bodies of a man and woman inside an apartment. They were both dead from apparent gunshot wounds. Police have not determined what led to the shooting because of a lack of cooperation from some of the witnesses and victims.
1: The Christmas weekend
4: was a bloody one across the U.S. Gun violence leaving at least 14 people dead and 16 wounded. The holiday weekend got off to a grim start when a 19-year-old man was shot dead during a brawl at the Mall of America in Minnesota. The arrest of five suspects was announced Monday. In Colorado, Christmas Eve was marred by multiple shootings, including two separate double homicides in Aurora. In Okaloosa County, Florida, a sheriff's corporal was shot and killed while responding to a domestic violence call also on Saturday. Tom Rigotti, Fox News.
1: A senior Ukrainian government official is
5: optimistic for peace talks in February. Ukraine's foreign minister, Dmitry Kuleba, says his government is looking to have a peace summit by the end of February, ideally at the United Nations. Every war ends as a result of
1: uh, the actions taken at the battlefield and at the negotiating table.
5: Kuleba says Russia could only be invited to a peace summit if the country first faces a war crimes tribunal. The end of February will mark the first anniversary of the Russian invasion. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has proposed a 10-point peace plan that would include restoration of territorial borders and the withdrawal of all Russian troops. Jared Halpern,
1: Fox News. KNSS News Time now,
2: 8.05, five minutes past 8 o'clock. Wichita State women's basketball tonight at Coke Arena. We'll have a preview coming up sports. Apple is the subject of a class action lawsuit alleging
1: racial bias. That story and more coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. 8.08 now, 8 minutes past 8 o'clock. A reminder for disposing of real Christmas trees from now through Friday January 20th, you can recycle your Christmas tree in exchange for free mulch at several locations in Wichita and across Sedgwick County. Make sure all your decorations are off and take a container if you would like to have some of the free mulch. For information, you can call Sedgwick County at
2: 316-660-7200. A social and news media frenzy over a report that Mike Pence is running for president is quelled by the staff of the former vice president
4: Pence has been mulling a 2024 presidential bid, but there's been no announcement. But it trended on Twitter, and some news outlets reported that he'd filed a statement of candidacy with the FEC. Not true, says the former Veep spokesman, suggesting that someone pranked pundits and journalists. There was a filing for a Mike Richard Pence, but previous real filings for Pence listed his first name as Michael, not Mike. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. Military drills between Russia and China
1: are wrapping up after nearly a week in the East China Sea.
3: Russia's defense ministry said the main goal of the drills is to strengthen the two countries' naval cooperation and maintain peace and stability in the Asia-Pacific region. In November, the two countries conducted air exercises together and Russian bombers landed in China for the first time. That followed drills in September, when China sent 2,000 troops and hundreds of vehicles for joint drills. The U.S. Naval Institute says China and Russia have been conducting joint military exercises since 2003, and most recently they've increased as China has not condemned Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Earlier this year, the country's leaders signed a statement saying their friendship has no limits. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News.
2: Apple is the subject of a class-action lawsuit alleging racial bias.
3: A New York man has filed a class-action lawsuit against Apple, alleging the blood oxygen app on the company's Apple Watch is discriminatory. The app debuted on most Apple Watch models in 2020. Alex Morales says it has a racial bias against individuals with darker skin tones. And the lawsuit files alleges there have been reports for decades that such devices were much less accurate measuring blood oxygen levels on darker skin. Apple did not immediately respond to a request for a comment from Fox News Digital. In New York, I'm Sue Guzman, Fox News. KNSS
6: News Time now, eight eleven, eleven 11, minutes past 8 o'clock. Taking a look at things on the wow. highways wow. here in Wichita, just not really seeing the kind of traffic volumes that we usually have about this time of morning, so things looking pretty good. Uh, you may still see isolated slick spots on the roadways out there, but the highways looking to be in pretty good condition. Uh, just continue to watch out for those slick spots, the areas where uh, things might have refrozen overnight. Traffic update from ninety eight seven and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers.
1: Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning,
0: Dan. Good morning. We have a mostly clear sky in Wichita. Temperatures fell into the teens overnight. We will be sunny and breezy today as south winds return, and that is going to help warm us up a bit with a high 43 later on today. Clear and not as cold tonight. Telo 34, sunny, windy, and 54 tomorrow. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday.
1: Now a few clouds, 17 degrees. We have a south wind at 13 miles per hour. and It gives us a wind chill of 3. 7-12, Stephen Town of the morning here on KNSS. Things are wrapping up this Congress, this congressional session here in just a few days. And uh, what are some of the agenda items still left? Fox News Radio's Jared Halpern with us this morning. Good morning, Jared. Good morning. We've got a few things they got to tie up, right? Uh, but it looks like they're going to c- close it out on time, doesn't it?
5: Yeah, no, this Congress is done. Yeah, they they passed that spending bill, and uh, they're gone. I, I can't imagine Congress coming back for any reason now before the end of the year, which surely sets up now uh, the big question for uh, the first, uh, actually a week from today, when when the new Congress convenes and what that means for uh, the new Speaker of the House and whether or not Kevin McCarthy is able to get together 218 votes.
1: It seems like, uh, from what I'm hearing, the Republican majority, of they're eager to go after uh joe biden hunter biden for one thing but uh do they have yeah. a, the other things that are more about governing than that or
5: is, is that it well listen i think uh, I, I think you're going to see both parties um you know with senate uh democrats uh with their narrow majority and house republicans with their narrow, narrow majority try and do what they can do uh unilaterally uh out of the gate right and so for uh democrats in the senate that's going to be uh, confirming judges, confirming uh, cabinet or not cabinet, but you know uh, officials, you know nominees from, from President Biden. You sure. know uh, that that's what they can do. They can do it with simple majorities, and and they're on a pretty good clip here of doing that. And I think they're going to continue to. On the House side, you're right. There's not a lot governing wise that Republicans are going to be able to do unilaterally. Right? It's not as if they can pass tax cuts. Uh, through the Senate and get the president to sign it, right? So what is their focus? The power of the subpoena. They can do all of that unilaterally. And I do think that out of the gate, you're going to see a big focus on these investigations, on Hunter Biden, on his business dealings, the connections they may or may not have had with the president. Uh, Certainly they're going to do border hearings uh, with uh, Alejandro Mayorkas. I think you're going to see hearings as it relates to the FBI and social media. And uh, probably hearings that are going to have a little bit more bipartisan uh, uh, participation on the Afghanistan withdrawal. Um, those are the things that the House can do right out of the gate um, without needing any uh, support or any cooperation from Democrats in the same way that that, Repub- that Democrats in the Senate can pass uh, can, can confirm judges without any uh, buy-in from from Republicans. And so both sides are probably going to lean in heavily on what they can do. Now, uh, at some point, they are going to have to get to the work of governing. We are going to have a debt limit uh, question uh, in the early part of the new year. They're going to have to raise the debt limit. They're going to have to come to an agreement on how to do that. Um, and there's going to be obviously spending issues that, that arise here um, towards the end of the first year. Uh, the, this $1.7 trillion omnibus bill that they passed uh, fully funds the government through September. But the work on on the funding bill for the following year begins really – in earnest, uh, in the spring. And so we'll see what kind of bipartisan cooperation there is on those issues.
1: You know, the situation at the, the border, it seems to me, is getting more and more publicity now. It's starting to get, you know, you get that, uh, people's attention. And it would, I would think it would be one of those issues that, uh, let's try to find some common ground and get some sort of a an ongoing policy and try to get this thing under control. But, uh, is there a sense of urgency on that? I know the Republicans have that sense.
5: I think both sides have urgency, but they don't have any agreement on what to do about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the the solutions are. are, Listen, Democrats have urgency to try and and manage the humanitarian crisis happening there. But it's going to take. But but what they want to do tends to be more on on the visa issue, on trying to get a handle of those who are already in the country uh, undocumented. And and Republicans focus is certainly on um, a a security first kind of, uh, you know, border infrastructure kind of. Uh, uh, interest, and yeah. it's going to take both, right? It's going to take a bipartisan cooperation. We'll see if there is an appetite for that in this new Congress. Um, there hasn't been up to this point. I think that uh, there are those in both parties that have an interest in sort of keeping the issue alive politically, but we'll see if uh, with this new Congress, with a divided government, if there is a, a little bit more of an environment here for a bipartisan breakthrough. It's going to take co-op, you know, every Every single bipartisan Uh, immigration proposal that has come forward that has at any sort of level of success has included both uh, factions of border security and dealing with a pathway Uh, to legal status for those uh, already here, right? uh, It's taken a a combination and we'll see if uh, an environment exists for that.
1: Makes sense. All right. Thank you, Jared. We appreciate your time this morning. Fox News Radio's Jared Halpern talking about some of the agenda agenda items we're looking for in the upcoming Congress, which he said they convene again. A week from now. How about that? It's uh, 817, Stephen Ted, in the morning, uh, December 27th. On this date in 1979, Soviet forces seized control of Afghanistan. We haven't been able to figure out why. But uh, the president, Amin, was overthrown and executed. He was replaced by Babrak Carmel. And then the Soviets were in, in for trouble for years and years. And finally, they got out of there. That also triggered... Uh, our response that uh we did not go to the Olympics which were holding held in Moscow in eighty, right? So Yeah. Yeah. All right. And the and the Russians apparently didn't learn anything from going in there. The eight eighteen Well they've learned not to go back in, not going that country. We'll find another one. Eight eighteen, Stephen Ted of the morning here
2: on KNSS. It is sports time. Again, here's Ted Woodward, Ted. Yeah, we take a look at uh, college women's basketball action tonight. The Shocker ladies are at home at Coke Arena hosting South Carolina State. The Bulldogs come in with a record of 1-11. and 11. They are the, one of the worst teams in the nation. They, In fact, they only average 44 points a game, which is second worst in the nation. Now the Shocker ladies come in with a record of 9-3. and 3. It's the non-conference finale. Shocker ladies expected to win big tonight. That will tip off at 6 o'clock tonight at Coke Arena. Monday Night Football last night, the Los Angeles Chargers went on the road into Indianapolis and beat the Colts 20-3. to You heard that game last night over on KFH. Tight end for the Chargers, Gerard Everett uh, from Hutchinson Community College. Gerald Everett played on more than half the snaps last night. Uh, with that win, the Chargers clinch a playoff spot. First time they've been to the postseason in four years. Two games to go in the season. The Chargers are in the number six spot right now in the conference. We'll be talking college football tonight as KU gets ready to play in the Liberty Bowl tomorrow night. Tonight we have KU Football Hawk Talk. So we've got an hour-long preview of the Liberty Bowl for the Jayhawks coming up. And that'll be tonight. Hawk Talk at 6 o'clock. That's on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. College men's basketball. The new polls come out, as they always do on a Monday. And the top five are completely unchanged. So the number one team is still undefeated Purdue at 12-0. The number four team is still Kansas, ranked fourth in the nation, defending national champion Jayhawks with a record of 11-1, ranked number four. Kansas State is also 11-1, and, and the Wildcats are among the top 40 vote-getters in both of the major polls. Pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Los Angeles Clippers go into Detroit and beat the Pistons 142-131 to 131 in overtime as the Clippers beat the Pistons for the eighth time in a row. Starting it forward for the Clippers, former Kansas Jayhawk, Marcus Morris, had 16 points and 6 rebounds. The Clippers were down by 14 points with 3.5 minutes to go, and the coach took everybody off the floor and put a new 5 in. And they rallied and got it in overtime, and they won the game.
1: <laughs> How about that?
2: Yeah, you don't see that in the NBA very often. The Clippers have won 6 of their last 8. They're in the number 4 spot in the Western Conference. Happy birthday today to former Kansas City Chiefs running back, Jamal Charles, is 36 today. Pretty good running back in his day. And uh, the Chiefs got a lot of value out of a third-round draft pick when they got Jamal Charles out of Texas, a guy that would go on to make four Pro Bowls. He led the league in rushing touchdowns in 2013. Jamal Charles is still the all-time leader in yards per carry among anyone that had at least 1,000 carries in the NFL. 5.38 yards per carry. Jamal Charles. Give it to him twice; he got a first down. His big, yeah, his big <laughs> years were uh, 2012, 2013, about nine, ten years ago, when he was just shredding NFL defenses for the Chiefs. And uh, a guy that ended up with 10,000 all-purpose yards, 64 touchdowns. He was only five eleven. Probably why he, he slipped very, into the third round. He
1: wasn't very big. Was I thought he? he
2: wasn't big enough to make it in the NFL. I didn't know well, that. He sure okay. was. Jamal Charles. It's his birthday. The former Chiefs running back. He's 36 today. And we look back 20 years ago on this day. K- uh, Sixth-ranked Kansas State was playing in the Holiday Bowl in San Diego, taking on Arizona State. K-State won that game 34-27. to K-State was a big favorite in that one, but they only won by a touchdown. They got behind 20-7. But then right before halftime, uh, L. Roberson, K-State quarterback, had a 32-yard rushing touchdown and got it close, and then K-State dominated in the second half. Darren Sproles ended up with 118 yards rushing. Quarterback L. Roberson, three rushing touchdowns, one passing touchdown. And K-State held Arizona State to <coughs> 0.6 yards per carry on the ground. Pretty good Outrushed him 224 yards to 17. K-State uh, crushed the Sun Devils ground game, and K-State won that game 34-27. K-State's win in the Holiday Bowl for the 6th-ranked Wildcats. That was 20 years ago on this day. And that's sports with Stephen Ted.
1: 1979 when the Soviets seize control of Afghanistan. They would be in there for uh, 10 years. Take, coming oh, out in 1989, cost an estimated a million, 1 million civilian lives, uh, 125,000 Afghan, Soviet, and other combatants. It was apparently just, it's always been kind of a, a buffer between Russia and the rest of the world, and everybody's kind of wanted it over the years. People have gone to war for it a couple times. Well, but
2: we were in there 20 years. Yeah.
1: And, uh, yeah. It says here the military misadventure would contribute significantly to the USSR's later collapse and breakup. Yeah. No doubt. There you go. All right. A little history for you today. 823 Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Coming up, we're going to take a look at uh, what we got coming up. Hmm. Business news? No. Hmm. I'm with the Hannity Morning Minutes on the Hanty way. Morning I, how did I forget that? Morse, he's going to have more thoughts on the FBI and Hunter Biden. That's on the way. Stephen Ted of the Morning on KNSS.
0: The Sean Hannity
4: Morning Minute on KNSS is brought to you by Yisley Financial Group. Tis the season for savings at Rusty Eck Ford. We are spreading joy and cheer, and we have the new. Ford.
7: This
0: is Stephen Ted on 98, 7, and 1330, KNSS.
1: Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 8.30 here on a Tuesday morning,
0: 18 degrees now.
1: The wind chill is still 3 above. Wichita police have released the name of a man killed in a two-vehicle crash in North Wichita Friday afternoon. 50-year-old Nikki Ball of Wichita died in the accident at the intersection of 18th and Sheridan. Ball was traveling southbound on Sheridan when the car, driven by a 21-year-old woman, collided with Ball's car. Police say neither alcohol nor speed is a contributing factor. The investigation is ongoing. The Wichita City Council will meet briefly this morning for a consent agenda meeting at City Hall.
0: One of the highlights of the 21 items on the agenda includes approving a loan extension for the Starlight Drive-In in South Wichita's District 3. A $200,000 loan in 2018 helped the drive-in to purchase two digital projectors and other related equipment, along with installation costs. The loan was supposed to be paid off in 2023, but the operator requested the extension due to the COVID-19 pandemic and slow industry recovery. The fourth Tuesday of the month is generally reserved for consent agenda items and a workshop. City officials say there will be no workshop this month. Rodney Price, KNSS News. The Biden administration is looking to address homelessness across the country.
8: Last week, the Biden administration released an ambitious plan to reduce homelessness by 25 percent.
2: We need to be moving with urgency right now to get people stabilized, but we also need to close the gap on affordable housing.
8: Jeff Olivet leads the agency that developed the plan. He said it will provide federal support for localities where the issue has reached a crisis level with an emphasis on racial equity. Shelters were stretched thin this weekend as temperatures plunged across the country. The Biden administration's plan does not include forced intervention, but it does call for teaching shelters how to provide gender-affirming services to the homeless in an effort to encourage more people overall to seek help. In Washington, Alexander Maria Hoff, Fox News.
1: A New York congressman-elect admits
4: to lying about his resume. New York Republican congressman-elect George Santos claimed to work for two major financial institutions and claimed to be a college graduate. Not true. Admitting now to the New York Post, he lied, but insisting that won't impact his ability to serve. Telling the Post, I am not a criminal. Both his professional resume and his religious affiliation have come into question. He claimed to be a Jew and a descendant of Holocaust cost survivors. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. A new law increases the penalties for trafficking in Native
1: American remains and cultural objects. President Joe Biden signed the Safeguard Tribal Objects of Patrimony this month. Along with stiffer penalties, it prohibits the export of sacred Native American items from the U.S. and creates a certification process to clarify whether items were created as art. The effort largely was inspired by Pueblo tribes in New Mexico and Arizona who repeatedly saw sacred objects in auction houses in France. Now look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday.
0: Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With a clear and breezy start to our day, it's going to be sunny and breezy at times as we work our way into the afternoon. Our high 43, mostly clear, staying breezy tonight down to 34, Partly sunny and 54 on Wednesday with a strong south wind. Sunny and 52 likely Thursday. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now partly cloudy, 18 degrees. South wind
1: at 16 miles per hour. Wind chill is 3. Steve and Ted in the morning, 835 here at uh, uh, 835 KNSS this morning. So let's check a look at the uh, at entertainment news. The Blur with Ted Woodward. Ted
2: the architect of the sound of philadelphia has died
7: the grammy winning producer and architect of the sound of philadelphia tom bell died friday he was 79 years old no cause of death was given bell alongside fellow producers and songwriters kenny gamble and leon huff were the forces behind the lush orchestrations that characterized the sound of philadelphia together they were known As the Mighty Three, they worked out of a Broad Street building and created a song factory that dominated an entire decade of music. From the OJs to the Delphonics to the Stylistics, the three transformed music in the 1970s and beyond. Michelle Polino, Fox News.
3: Let's
2: get a recap of the Christmas Weekend at the box office. For a
3: second year, the Christmas Weekend box office was dominated by a mega blockbuster. Last year it was Spider-Man No Way Home, this time Avatar The Way of Water. The Way of Water connects all things. The Avatar sequel topped the box office, adding $56 million, a drop of 58%, but now totaling $280 million. In second was Puss in Boots The Last Wish, with a haul of $11.4 million. The great Puss in Boots asking for help? With Sophie few animated films out it could draw in more audience going forward into 2023 in third place was the whitney houston i want to dance with somebody biopic opening at 5.3 million there was a strong audience response causing some to speculate the numbers will rise in coming days fourth place went to the period epic babylon looking at hollywood's transition from silent to sound filmmaking and rounding out this weekend's top five the still strong black panther wakanda forever and carrick fox news
2: The final performance of the Hanukkah sessions. Tens of thousands of views on YouTube.
8: For night eight, which also happened to be Christmas Day, Foo Fighters frontman Dave Grohl, musician Greg Kirsten, and others performed a cover of Randy Newman's I Love LA in front of a live audience at LA's own Largo at the Coronet Theater. Kroll sang and played the drums as he was joined by the all-star cast, who were featured throughout the different videos each night of Hanukkah, including Beck, Jack Black, Pink, and more. The videos can be viewed on the Foo Fighters YouTube channel. Monica DeLuca, Fox News.
2: The music lineup for the National Hockey League Winter Classic revealed...
8: Drinking
7: Sam Hunt will kick off this year's NHL Winner Classic at Boston's Fenway Park on Monday, January 2nd, with a free show before the game. The singer shared the news on social media. This marks Hunt's first performance in the new year. The classic takes place outdoors in a football or baseball stadium in the city of one of the competing teams this year. The Boston Bruins take on the Pittsburgh Penguins at Fenway Park. Hunt's performance kicks off at 10 a.m. The Black Keys are headlining the NHL Winter Classic, which begins at 2 p.m. Eastern with hip-hop group Bell Biv DeVoe performing the national anthem. Michelle Polino, Fox News.
2: Let's get up close with a celebrity.
7: The
8: Fox Celebrity Profile with Mayim Bialik. The last episode of Call Me Cat with late actor Leslie Jordan recently aired. Bialik reflected on how it was a special one for him. First of all, it was directed by Ren Bell, who was formerly our dialogue coach on Call Me Cat. It was his very first episode of television he had ever directed, especially for this episode where Leslie had his first on-screen kiss. I didn't realize that he had never had an on-screen kiss. Bialik shared how she loves to describe Jordan. Jordan when people ask he was like exactly what you wish that he was like he was hilarious like things that he said sounded like they had been written you know with three weeks of writing time he had an amazing optimism about him um I actually I interviewed him on my podcast when call Me Cat started and the episode for me is such a reminder of the complexity that was Leslie Jordan because we see him as this like fun guy and you know he's always making us laugh and he's so goofy there was a, a real person under there with a lot of depth and a lot of history Ashley DeVorkin, Fox News.
2: Netflix featuring its first ever live-streamed global event.
8: Comedian Chris Rock's upcoming show will be available to watch live on Netflix.
2: Chris, ready for you.
8: The comedy special titled Chris Rock Selective Outrage, taking place in Baltimore on March 4th. The show goes live on the streaming service at 10 p.m. Eastern. The 57-year-old recently starred in the movie Amsterdam. Rock made headlines while hosting the 2022 Oscars when actor Will Smith slapped the comedian on stage after making a comment about Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith. Monica DeLuca, Fox News.
2: One company is willing to pay teenagers to binge-watch a series.
7: Calling all teen drama fans, a jewelry company is looking to pay people to binge watch one season from the top 10 teen dramas. Shane Company is looking to pay $1,000 to one person to watch one season of all 10 dramas over the course of four weeks. That's two and a half series a week. You get to pick the season to watch. The list of shows include...
8: Welcome to New York's Upper East Side.
7: Gossip Girl, Dawson's Creek, Friday Night Lights, and more... The requirements are you must be a U.S. citizen or permanent resident and 18 years or older. Deadline to apply is January 13th. Michelle Polino, Fox News.
2: Here we are on the 27th of December. It's December 27th, and this is your Fox Daily
1: Snapshot. Today is National Fruitcake Day. Many historians contend fruitcakes originated in Rome over 2,000 years ago. Now it's a popular holiday dessert in Portugal. It's baked with a fava bean inside... Whoever finds the bean in their slice bakes the cake for the next holiday season. On this day in 1932, Radio City Music Hall opens. It was the idea of billionaire John D. Rockefeller Jr. who decided to make the theater the cornerstone of the Rockefeller Center complex he was building in Midtown Manhattan. Former Pakistani Prime Minister Benazir Bhutto is assassinated in 2007 by a suicide bomber. In 2012, NASA unveils plans to capture a 500-ton asteroid in 2025. In 1991, the Cincinnati Bengals hire Dave Shula as the youngest NFL coach at the age of 32. I'm C.J. Papa. That's your
2: Fox Daily Snapshot. 100 years ago on tonight on Broadway, opening night of Romeo and Juliet on stage. Of course, in the original version, Juliet is a 13-year-old girl. Juliet, in this version on Broadway, was played by 43 year old Ethel Barrymore. Future Oscar winner. Yeah.
1: The makeup had to be pretty good. A little bit of a stretch (laughs) there.
2: That was opening night 100 years ago tonight on Broadway. 47 years ago today, the Howdy Doody Show, pioneering children's show, had its first ever episode.
4: Say, kids, what time is it? (laughs)
2: Was on the air until 1960. It was one of the earliest color TV programs for NBC. The Howdy Doody Show. First ever episode was 75 years ago today. And happy birthday today to actor John Amos, who is 83 years old today. He tried to uh, be a football player for the Kansas City Chiefs. Went to training camp, but uh, he was cut. And head coach Hank Stram kind of steered him towards something called acting and writing. Turned out to be a great career for John Amos in the acting profession. Of course, he was James Evans Sr. on the classic sitcom Good Times.
3: I won't rest until our people have everything the whites have.
4: We already got it. Unemployment, inflation, <laughs> taxation, aggravation. <laughs> You're
5: right, baby. When it comes to misery, they sure gave us our equal rights. Yeah, baby. we did. <laughs>
1: Plenty of misery to go around.
2: Uh, for all of us. Hey, John Amos, actor, happy birthday. He is 83 today. And that is Entertainment News in the Blur with Steve and Ted on KNSS. All right, Ted, 844 now.
1: And uh, coming up, we've got a Wichita Business Journal update. The, uh, Wichita is a competitive market for renters. That's on the way. Steve, Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Stephen's head of the morning KNSS, 849 on this Tuesday morning. Three big things. Three. Man's body found under a bridge in southeast Wichita, foul play not suspected. Two. Southwest Airlines under federal scrutiny after delaying and canceling thousands of flights over the holiday weekend. One. Death toll from Blizzard in New York has risen to 28, at least 49 dead in winter storms nationwide. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS.
6: And traffic this morning has been, well, pretty good. The, the traffic conditions were pretty good. Just continue to watch for the occasional slick spot of refrozen uh, water that froze overnight. But the uh, traffic volume is not particularly heavy today. So things looking okay out there. Traffic on KNSS is brought to you by Joe DeBrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire, located downtown at Market and Waterman and online at carlstire.com. Your home for complete car care. Sunny today with a high of
1: 43 degrees. Mostly clear tonight, the overnight low 34. For Wednesday, mostly sunny, breezy, and warmer. Tomorrow, a high of 54 degrees. Now partly cloudy, 18 degrees. A south wind at 16 miles per hour gives us a wind chill of free. KNSS weather brought to you by the Monarch at 579 West Douglas. The Monarch will be closed for remodeling January 2nd to the 10th. For information and up-to-date events, go to monarchwichita.com. Steve and of the Morning shares have advanced in Asia after China announced it would relax more of its pandemic restrictions despite widespread outbreaks of COVID-19 that are straining its medical systems and disrupting economic activity. Friday, of course, we had a three-day weekend uh, for the markets. Uh, last Friday, the last time the markets were in session, the Dow up 176 points. S&P and SEC both closed up 22 this morning, as we begin the trading week, the Dow's up uh, down 72 points, uh, S&P is down uh, 23, and NASDAQ is off 136. So we're starting on a down note this morning, Ted. Let's
2: take a look at a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. Boeing wrapping up the year with a return to flight for its Test 777X aircraft after months of challenges related to its GE engine. The 777X took off from Boeing Field on Saturday, according to flight tracking websites, completing two nearly two-hour flights before setting out for Spokane Wednesday and then completing a handful of additional flights. The jet had been grounded since October. The company was investigating temperature alerts found during inspections of a colossal flight test engine, as initially reported by Aviation Week. Changes in the funeral industry have led
1: 2 longtime funeral directors in the area to open a new business in West Wichita. Mike Hilton and Shelby Gaither, who have a combined 65 years in the funeral industry, opened Affordable Cremations Plus in November of 7920 at 7920 West Kellogg Drive, Suite 200. That's between Ridge and Tyler. The funeral business has changed a lot, said Hilton, who had been funeral director at Broadway Colonial
2: Funeral Home in Newton for the last 14 years. Wichita is considered the 15th most competitive among mid-sized U.S. markets for finding a rental this year in a study out this week from apartment search website rentcafe.com. That report scores Wichita slightly higher than an earlier version published in August, indicating the rental market has grown slightly more competitive during the latter half of the year. According to the newest findings, apartments in Wichita are 96.5% occupied. Rentals in Wichita are vacant for only an average of about 23 days, More than 62% of renters in Wichita decided to renew their leases instead of looking for a new apartment or transitioning to homeownership, according to the report. And that led to an average of 13 renters competing for each of the few available apartments. That's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. That's amazing. 13 renters for any
1: open apartment. apartment. Maybe we should get in the landlord business, Ted. (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, every time you look around town, there's some new apartment building being built. Wow, there seems All to be All over the place. Yeah. 853 now. Yeah, we should have gotten it. We should be landlords.
1: 853, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. And uh, our Christmas Eve, I spent Christmas Eve with the family in Elmira, no, in Wichita. And we had a nice dinner. Uh, we actually this year did it uh, the easy way. Went to uh, Hog Wild and got uh, half turkey and half uh, brisket. Look at you. Potatoes and gravy rolls, delicious. Nice. So well all done. Now, Stacy, my daughter made a made a couple of pies. One of them was a was an apple pie, which was really good. I was kind of surprised. I don't think she'd ever made one before. And my grand classic. My granddaughters have finally gotten, after a couple of years, the twins have figured out how to make deviled eggs that were absolutely delicious. Mm, nice. And uh, I told them, I said, you know how I can
2: tell they were good? How?
1: There weren't any left on the gone. tray.
2: Yeah, <laughs> they disappeared. If they weren't any good, there'd still be six or seven of them laying around.
1: And kind of a last-minute decision, we were going to go to midnight mass, but some Shelley looked at us. She said, "You know, they have the they having a nine o'clock mass downtown at the cathedral. Let's go down there." So we loaded up and went down there, and uh, the bishop uh, actually performed the mass. And they had for about a half or hour, forty-five minutes before Ted, they had a little small orchestra and singers. And, and did some beautiful music. Very and nice. And we just sat there and just said, wow, this is Christmas. So had a great, great evening. Yeah,
2: there. I sang at Christmas morning did at 9 a.m. at Blessed Sacrament and was accompanied by two ladies on the flute. How about that? That's, yeah, it was, nice. it was very nice. They were called flautists, right? Yes. Not fluted, we had flautists. A, yeah, we made some nice music on the Sunday all morning.
1: Right. So you had a great Christmas. We did, too. And uh, I hope all of our listeners had a great Christmas. And we're going to start a new new year in a few days here with Stephen Tent. Should be be fun. Stay with us. You never know what's going to happen next. Hey, we got uh, the Glenn Beck program along the way here on KNSS this morning, and at nine o'clock at the top of the hour news, holiday meltdown at Southwest Airlines. Things are not going well not good. for Southwest. Hey, thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Live show, news updates all day. Stephen ten in the morning on ninety-eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS Wichita. Today's high, we're looking at forty-three degrees for a high right now. Partly cloudy and eighteen. It's time for.